Welcome to Film to Screen. We're Katie and Astrid, and we talk about movies, TV shows, and anything we're currently obsessed with. And today, we're talking about She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 6. But it should be just Jen, Attorney at Law, because that's the credit or title sequence for this episode. And I saw someone comment on Twitter like, we should have more than 10 episodes because most of these are just filler episodes. But I enjoy She-Hulk because we get to see like the human side of superhero work and being in the world of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like you get to see what it's like to just normally live in that. Like what like if put yourself into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what would it be like? And you kind of learn that through She-Hulk. So in this episode, Jen is a bridesmaid in like an old friend from high school's wedding. And she has to go there, even though she doesn't want to. But it's like a family friend. Well, what was that emoji you sent me? What? Why did you send that? It was just like, because I knew people's reactions to episode weren't going to be amazing. Oh, yeah, because so... At the end of episode five, we see Daredevil's helmet. And you're like, oh my god, even me. We're like, he's gonna be in episode six. He has to be. Well, no. And you're right. Uh, people are gonna be upset. I'm not upset. Um, I did see someone say it's like it was kind of a bad move on the marketing team. Whoever was the marketing team for the, the show to put the fact that Daredevil was going to be in the show. Because now there's a bunch of people not really just watching the show until for Daredevil. Which, again, this is She-Hulk's show, not Daredevil's show. No, but it was... The person was basically pointing out like they shouldn't have even used Daredevil in the marketing and mm-hmm. just left it for the show. Be like, wait, that, that's whose helmet true. is that? Yeah, that's true. Um, you make a good point it really point does... It really does spoil the show a little bit because a lot of people are just anticipating Daredevil rather than just watching it. And then most of the dialogue surrounding the show is focused on Daredevil when it should really be focused on Jen and She-Hulk and her story. So yeah. Um, I mean, we have three episodes left, so he can show up anytime. Um... And again, remember, in the future, he has his own series coming, 18 episodes. Which, which Kingpin said, thought it was his show. <laughs> yeah. The clip from uh, D23, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio was still on stage, and he's like, and he's saying like, like, oh, are we going to talk about my show? And then Charlie Cox comes out and says, wait, your show? I think it's my show. Yeah, I, that's where that comes from. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Um, so like I said, this episode is focused, the A plot is focused on Jen going to this wedding. And the B plot is focused on Mallory and what's Jen's uh, friend's name? Like her assistant type like that. Oh, Nikki. Sorry. Yeah. So Mallory and Nikki are working on this divorce case with Mr. Immortal. Um, they proved that point very quickly. Yeah, where he basically 
kills himself um, to get out of marriages. Takes the easy way out, like most men do. And so they're like, mm, this is probably not the best way to go about that. And he literally just jumps out the window. So he just crashes like, onto a security um, car. Dies, basically. We don't see it. But we see him, like, come back to life. Um, so, yeah, he proved his point that he can do that and he comes back. Well, so why then, would you keep on getting into marriages if you're just going to do that in the end? Well, because, I don't know. Um, maybe he gets lonely easily. Um, I don't know. Ask him. Uh, so, they're focused on um, this divorce case. So back to the A plot. Um, so Jen arrives to the wedding as She-Hulk in her She-Hulk form and her, in quotation marks, friend, Lulu, the bride, um, t- tells her that she wants to have her be just Jen because she feels like She-Hulk will take away from her at the wedding, which, you know. Which is a fair point because that's It is al- a fair point. Which is, I, that's, that's always why, like, that's always why there's... I was saying, like, never wear a white to a wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're the bride. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's all, I think that's always a worry for some brides. Or, sad. like, I no. I want to, it's like this thing was like, the bride and groom should be the focus of the event, not yes. a guest. Yes, but again, there's people that are narcissists. And so either, like, they'll propose to their significant other at another person's wedding. Or say they're having Don't a kid. do that. If or, someone does that at my wedding, you're not my friend anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, or, like, announcing their pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. That takes away from the cu- couple. Yeah. So, I can get where the bride's coming from. Mm-hmm. But I can also... I feel bad for Jen because I also, she feels more confident in her She-Hulk form because people like her more in that. But... I also don't blame Jen because she probably, like, thought that pe- people would want to see in the She-Hulk form rather than Jen because that's pretty much it's like been a thing it's like especially the last episode with the whole same thing the dates only wanted to go on dates with Jen because she was She-Hulk mm-hmm. so I don't I get why Jen went to the wedding at first as yep. She-Hulk yep so she gets to this wedding reception and basically Lulu and the other bridesmaids are using her just for like duties so like to clean up and stuff um because the catering team doesn't like lulu which don't blame them um ironing the groomsmen shirts on the day of the wedding um oh and then also lulu tells her that she's walking um is it jonathan i don't know is that the name well, anyway, Jonathan down the aisle, because, you know, a bridesmaid walks with a groomsman. So, day of the wedding comes. Um, It's actually the dog. And apparently the dog died and they brought it back to life. Like that day. Um, That's wonderful. I mean, I wouldn't complain. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I get to walk a dog down, but a zombie dog? <laughs> that might be pushing it. Marvel zombies. Um... Do a zombie lucky the pizza dog. Oh my gosh. I just thought of that. Can I see a zombie version of Lucky the Dog then? 
I remember you screaming about Lucky the pizza dog being on the side of a bus. Because it's Lucky. I love Lucky. Okay. Not as much as Goose, because Goose is my OG. Goose, Goose is the good boy. But um, So Titania actually actually uh, shows up to the wedding reception because she's dating one of the groomsmen's friends, and he brought her as a plus one. And, I and am wondering how she got into that. Very easily. It's Titania. She can easily manipulate men. And so she could be like, hey, we're dating. Uh, let's go to this wedding. Uh, I'm not surprised. So she infiltrates this wedding so she can, like, bother Jen and stuff. Because in the last episode, Jen won the case. And Titania, didn't, Titania did not. And she had to lose the She-Hulk name. For her products and during the reception this gentleman comes over um josh who befriends jen and they get talking and stuff uh he seems really nice but i have my thoughts i have my thoughts and i'll bring them up okay and they interact even more on the day of the wedding it seems like it's going really well and this is great for Jen because he sees her just as Jen. I mean, She-Hulk's great as well, but she doesn't have to be She-Hulk to win him over, which is great. Love that for her, but I'm hesitant. Yeah. I'm hesitant about him because at the end, we see, like, they're having, like, they're eating french fries, like, at the end of the night. And then it looks like they're being spied on. Um... Mm. Because and, they think of someone going over to someone and they know they're being spied on. Yeah, and it says like, oh, it's time to move on to the next phase of the plan to take out She-Hulk. Again, and, that's probably connected to those like those gang member people. The Wrecking Crew? Yeah. And could Josh be a part of the Wrecking Crew? Because there were some of them that had masks on and he could have easily been one of those so it feels like their meet cute was not coincidental i have a feeling he is connected to the leader and that's now my theory that it's the leader in charge of this especially since it was announced he was going to be in cap four yeah it's also it's the leader people have also been pointing out it's it like we have three episodes left left these aren't longer episodes these aren't like hour long type episodes like and and it feels like kind of weird and like disappointing there's like some sentiment that like be the fact that it's kind of not good in a way that we do not know the big bad like there's no we don't know the main villain and like as people i saw some I'm not sure if it was multiple people or just one person, like, pointing out, like, it has worked in most cases where they don't really, if they don't reveal the big bad, like, right away, or we don't know the villain throughout the whole thing, and when they reveal it, and it does work in some ways, but sometimes it doesn't, (laughs) and, like, one time, I feel like that did work out, it, there's, sometimes it's worked out where they, like, you, they show it, then it's like, oh, there's, a bigger mastermind than this villain that we this bagger this person that we don't like we didn't like is gonna be under the 
under the control or like under like another person's leadership that was revealed at the end of the show. And mm-hmm. particularly the one I'm, po- I'm trying to point out there is when at the end of Falcon Winter Soldier, the final episode, Val just shows up and it's like, who's that? Yeah. What is happening? Because obviously talking to John Walker, U.S. agent, so it's like, is, this isn't, this could, like, that, like, that did work out because it was kind of like, what is this? Like, it was, like, an unexpected thing, but it it's going to work out, apparently, because there's a little Thunderbolts movie with Val in it coming out in a couple, uh, yep. less than two years. Ooh, exciting. So, during the B-plot... I'm sorry about that because of Bucky. Yeah, and apparently he's the most stable out of all of them. That like, is... Cool. Also, I'm like, excited Ghost uh... is back. No, yeah, because that was another thing. It's like... Just speaking of things that don't, like, that we kind of don't, and speaking of Leah, that the fact that Leah's coming back, this is a bit of a tangent, but it's like, we finally are getting a little bit of answers from stuff from, like, four years ago to even 14 years ago type of stuff. Like, so we're getting ant the, 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 they're bringing back answers, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, during the B-plot... Uh, we learned that Mr. Immortal's ex-spouses um, learned about his secret of being immortal thanks to an online video site called Intel- Intelligentsia. <laughs> it's basically like a Reddit. Um, Imagine a Reddit for like aliens. But... Like, as guardians, that would be funny. But... In Marvel Comics, Intelligentsia is a group that consists of the greatest criminal minds on Earth. And some of its members are known as the leader, MODOK. Which is apparent if it's the MODOK, I think I know who MODOK is. Let me put it up. Which is... Modoc showing up in Quantum Mania, which is gonna be interesting because it Modoc could be a hit or miss because of the just based off the design of Modoc and what they're gonna do with it because Modoc yeah, in the comics is a pretty interesting design. Mm-hmm. And apparently, people that saw it at Comic Con were not thrilled about the design for the movie. And the person that's apparently rumored to be Modoc, it was like, what? And then some, That's like, like, a former member was Dr. Doom, um, which, which could has be been rumored for will be post- showing up yeah. in as a post-credit scene in uh, Wakanda Forever. Which, so, I mean, would make sense, knowing what's coming. So it's interesting that that's the name of the website. And so basically, um, Nikki and Mallory sign up for the site so that they can look at what people are talking about she-hulk and she's receiving death threats and stuff and mallory is like of course don't yeah of course it's basically like all the whiny men that complain about women and minorities in the mcu or as they call it the mcu it's so dumb um or and that's pretty much some reddit Mm -hmm. area areas on reddit 
Mm-hmm. Red is like red's not all terrible. Like oh no, red, red is, is not good communities. All... Like yep. just like collecting, like people who collect like little figurines and stuff. Yeah, like, don't get me to wrong. Help other people. I go on Reddit every day. Like if like people discussing Marvel and stuff, mm-hmm. and aren't being problematic. Goose. And speaking of goose. Yeah, goose just likes to bother me, but. So, Mallory tells Nikki, don't tell Jen about this, because this could worry her and stuff. Literally, cut to the next scene, and she's calling (laughs) Jen, but like, you're getting death threats and stuff? Let me know when you can call, like, call me back when you're free and stuff, so we can talk about it. I was like, Nikki, you're funny. Um, so, um, so, was it episode two we saw The Wrecking Crew? Uh, two or three, I think. So, the Wrecking Crew shows up in episode two or three. I think it's two, but anyway. It's one of the first three episodes, Yeah, so the organization that they work for is ready to give another try to steal Jennifer's blood sample. That's, you know, they're moving up to the next phase. Um, because the Wrecking Crew failed to do so in episode two. And I think Josh is a part of the Wrecking Crew, and that's why he was talking to Jen to, like, maybe get in and... Then get close enough at, as she is, as as she's not She-Hulk. Yep. And she's letting her guard down, so... Mm-hmm. But my... I was laughing because it cuts to this lab where they're going to be, like, trying, like, working with her blood when they do get it if they do and i'm Mm -hmm. like okay they're working uh lab coats uh wearing gloves okay good good protocol (laughs) of course of course you're worried about that yeah well working in a lab you're kind of like what you you kind of judge it a little bit yeah Um, why are they basically in the dark okay if you know labs you know it's the brightest it can be it's probably this pop. Maybe there's something else going on where they need that darkness. No, it's just for aesthetics, per. No, yeah, purposes. but like this, I'm wondering if there's something else because we really maybe. don't know what's going on. But I'm like, mm, if this was a real lab, it would be bright, <laughs> like as bright as the sun in there. But yeah, so maybe this group is until. Let me say it again. Intelligentsia. Because on that website, people were trying, were making death threats towards Jen and She-Hulk. And that's highly correlated to the Wrecking Crew and possibly the leader trying to get her blood. So, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see. But I really, I really liked uh, this episode with the wedding and stuff. Um, I think it's fun seeing, like normal people's lives in the mcu mm-hmm. and seeing how it would work and stuff i really want marvel to do a show surrounding the years after the snap like in the blip time yep in the blip during like, the blip. specifically during and what it would be interesting like because obviously we saw monica monica right monica rainbow in WandaVision? Yeah. I get the names mixed up. But obviously we saw it when... Okay. <laughs> You're laughing at a cat, aren't you? Can you hear him? 
A little bit, yeah. No, but like <laughs> obviously, obviously we saw Monica when everyone got brought back. It would be a little bit interesting seeing like just normal. Well, we did see this in Fall from Home a little bit when again, but it was when they got snapped and brought back or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, like just imagine. It would be interesting if like a sold out NFL game or something and the snap happens. With like so, five people. Like like so, like just something like on a like a bigger scale like that. Because N uh, NFL or football teams are like seventy thousand people. So it would mm. be interesting to see that on like that scope because it's like just like normal people because people would just want to go to like a sports game or something and then like just egg- People around them are just, like, turning into dust for no reason. Yeah, and Marvel has said that they want to try new stuff because at the end of Endgame, you basically know the Marvel formula and stuff. Yeah. And so they want to try new things, and this could be, like, with She-Hulk, they're trying new stuff. With all the new shows, they're trying new stuff. And... If and they do, if they did like a show during the blip and it just focused around like normal normal people, I would be there day one. It would. They, like yeah, you could but, have some of the Avengers show up, you know, from time to time. But like having it focused on normal people's lives would be pretty cool. Um, I think. I think that's also the issue a bit with that was like Phase Four. I think it's going to be considered like. Depending on how Phase 5 starts and, like, how that goes, it's definitely out of all... Because we get all the shows now in this in this phase. It seems a little bit weaker in some way because of everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot... And there's, like, a lot of different, like... Like, this is... This so... I'm trying to think of how to phrase it and say it, but... Because they're trying out new things, and you know the the Marvel formula, there's a set of people that just want that Marvel formula and stuff, and like don't like, don't like, don't like She Hulk because it's too too comedic or whatever, like and like don't like this or this because of certain reasons, like like yeah, like though, but the I get that there's like and also people like oh this isn't based on the comics or whatever it's like. The comics are just it's like nev- it it so put it no like as like imagine like a book is being adapted for a movie and oddly I have a book that I can use this example for is like War of the Worlds there's been many there's been at a bunch of adaptations of the War of the Worlds book not all of them are the same not all of them are pretty much almost I don't think almost any are like point to point exact as the book so it's like you're not gonna get the exact comic what's in the comics to screen also probably ever no and the comics are so just people like, shouldn't ex- people shouldn't expect like oh we're gonna get this and this because it's like some things in the comics are absolutely ridiculous like it's like and also they had Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine. Wolverine's apparently supposed to be short. Like, yeah. Like, under 5'5". Five five. Yeah. And look at the height of Hugh Jackman. He's like 6'1 or something. Yeah. 
and the comics what i was gonna say the comics are just like an idea of where they can go with the marvel cinematic universe it's not Mm -hmm. one-to-one ratio this happened in the comics this will happen in the marvel cinematic universe that's what keeps it fresh because you don't know what's coming Mm -hmm. and so not everything from the comics will be in the marvel cinematic universe of course they'll bring in characters plots ideas into Mm -hmm. the mcu and like the one for one points like they didn't do the exact motivation for infinite for the infinity gauntlet thing as it was in the comics yeah and look how great that turned out yeah so but also like the there is some other there's definitely they're definitely trying to do more edgier stuff i would say in this this um like with the new stuff and i know that not people did like it but didn't really like it at the same time like but this is my favorite show is that falcon winter soldier it's like there was some i don't think without getting the show we wouldn't have gotten like some stuff that was in that show it's like that was really the first time like I that I can remember like you got real violent on in mm-hmm. anything Marvel. It's like the end of that episode. I think it's episode four. The end of that episode four with the shield co- being covered in blood. It, it was like a they are really they're really showing that right now. Yeah, and like some people may have like not like the whole bringing in Isaiah Bradley was that. De- was interesting because it's like it's a part of the comic like it's in the comics and i'm just i'm trying to figure out how to say it it's like they can bring in more stuff that people may not exactly like or like why are you doing this or like that can definitely get people riled up more yeah and people were like People also forget about the comics, too, sometimes. It's like... Like, when Sam Wilson became Captain America, it's like, that was in the comics. They that they didn't make... That's one thing they did not make up. Like, Sam Wilson was in the comics. It was... And they pointed at the fact that Sam Wilson was going to be... Was going to become Captain America at some point. Two yeah. years before the show mm-hmm. came out. So, it's like... And also, if it wasn't in the comics, who cares? They can do new stuff. But yeah, I get what you're and, saying. And the whole, and speaking of like, the whole like, oh, I'm not going to say I'm going to wait for that conversation until a ne- another episode, mm-hmm. hopefully. So, I know you don't like to rate the shows until they're all done. Which I'll, I'm going to be interested to see how you rate it at the end. Um, I, would say... I, will, I will say this right now. It's not my favorite. What is your favorite Marvel show so far? I'm kind of interested. You are seriously asking that question right Wait, now. Wait, it, it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Yes, and I'm pretty sure that's that's not that's definitely not everyone. That's not everyone's like top favorite or top three. It's like WandaVision, Loki, or whatever. It's that's like, what I was thinking. Like people would say WandaVision or Loki are their favorite. I get that WandaVision. It, and was like, oh, it's the first MCU thing in like two years. Or what? Also, people are two obsessed and, with a Wanda, year and a half. So. Yeah, like, oh my 
Oh my gosh. It's like people... me with goose. <laughs> but I like, like, I like Falcon and Soldier the most because it's like, sometimes you kind of do, like, one, I really was excited looking forward to it because it has two characters from my favorite MCU show in it so I was looking forward because of that yeah but also I like it because it's like you some like that's the thing about the MCU it definitely like people definitely like if they kind of don't want like kind of forget about what's happening in the real world like they can just put on a movie put on an MCU movie or whatever put on a movie but Sometimes, like, you do, like, things have to be pointed out, like, this does happen also in the MCU, like, so, and I find it so funny that there was someone arguing, like, about Captain Marvel being, like, oh, it's all, like, it's, it's, like, the most, like, propaganda, like, whatever, it's almost like, you know Captain America is this, right? So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just because it's uh, women yeah. led. They're like, mm. they're putting. I Here's the thing: people acted like, like they just. We also just got casted like in 2018. Like they announced Captain Marvel in 2014. Brie Larson, I think, got cast in 2015. The movie came out in 2019. Yeah. And also, Carol Danvers is in the comics. They did, and people are like, oh, it should be Marvel. It's like, Carol Danvers. Danvers is in the comics. Like, there's a female version of Captain Marvel in the comics. Like, wh- basically, people, some areas of the world do not, and fan areas of fandoms don't want certain things, and they get pissed about it. <laughs> Just to say it lightly. Like, then leave the fandom. I don't care. And we won't and, miss you. And also, I saw. I saw. This is Disney related, but not Marvel related. Like about. The Little Mermaid live action. I saw like a thing, but it it's it's the same points. Like if you don't like the fact that the person playing Little Mermaid isn't white, just don't go and watch. Don't go and see the movie. Yeah, like how hard is it on our own? Like just let let me enjoy it on my own. Yeah, it's like just don't. If you don't like it, just don't go and watch it. Like. How hard is that? Just to... Well, they have to make their ideas known. Um, so, going back to rating She-Hulk. Um, I'm going to say solid 7 to 8 out of 10. I like this episode. Um, fourth wall breaking. Great for me. Inshedable Hulk as the DJ. Love that. Um, and I'm excited to see what else happens in this show. Like you said, I don't think this will be my favorite MCU show. Um, that has to go to either Hawkeye or Miss Marvel. Another one, those are two that I don't think a lot of people also put in the top. Like, mine exactly. a little bit. But I, I think picked the underrated ones. Yeah. Mine are kind of somewhat in the middle, I think, for most people. I think... One, I like those because they're kind of like. They're not Miss Marvel reminds me of Homecoming, Spider Man Homecoming. And Hawkeye, I love Kate Bishop. So. 
love Which, that show. I also find it interesting that that was apparently a fan cast. It's a good fan cast. Haley Steinfeld is Kate is amazing. So, um, so yeah, um, I'm excited to see where this show takes us and later on i'm excited to see where she hulk shows up in the mcu i mean of course she's going to show up in the avengers movies but like if she'll show up in a movie like in a cameo in a movie mm-hmm. before that so i'm excited for that um so that was our episode and on episode six of she hulk attorney at law or in this case for this episode just jen attorney at law Make sure to rate and review the podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. It would really help us. You can find us on basically all social media platforms as Film to Screen. And until next time, see you at the movies or watching episode 7 of She-Hulk. Bye.